What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Sick. 
subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Doggy. Consecutive years at Barton's RV off North 
North Highway 77, H.I. McDonough. But you'd be wrong. It is me. I'm me. And sure, I've left the glitz and glamour of selling mid-sized RVs to Hayseeds and Walter White copycat meth cookers. But one night it came to me in a dream. I should host a podcast. A game show podcast. And that there's what it is. So here I am, and here you are, and we're going to have a damn good time. Isn't that right? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And to the lovely people in the studio audience and the folks at home, I just wanted to say thank you for tuning in. And uh, to a special shout-out to my desert flower at home, Ed. Ed, you're my one and only forever and ever. And that little thing with Dot, that was a misunderstanding. Sure, maybe I was a little bit drunk. We have one guest and three contestants tonight. We're going to play a little game where our guest is going to talk to our contestants. And at the end of a few rounds, our guest is going to decide who they'd like to go with on an all-expense-paid dream date. And we're not just talking about splitting a baker's dozen at the Dunkin' Donuts. No, no, no. But guess what? All will be revealed to those who wait. So, are you ready to make a cage match? Yeah. All right. Let's meet our first. Let's meet our guest. What is your name, sir? Uh, hello, my my name is Roy, and uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm just uh, I'm trying to here here to have fun. Yeah. Where are you from, Roy? Uh, I, I, I don't really want to give like particulars of where i'm from i just uh i'm from i'm from america uh and uh yeah that's that's good yeah that's where i'm from america. land of the free yes home of everybody yes that's right that's right that's beautiful roy yes. and you're you're looking for love today uh i'm looking uh i'm looking uh for a lot of things uh love <laughs> uh, uh um uh a competent conversation um um you know, just, just, you know, what, what really is looking? You know, I'm just, yeah. Well, all right then. That sounds beautiful. That was amazing. And uh, Roy, I'm going to introduce you to right. each one of your potential suitors. Okay, we're going to meet them one by one down the line. Uh, suitor number one, can you introduce yourself? Let me tell you, there was me, Troy, there was Mad Dog, and there was Diesel. Friends whoa, like whoa, that whoa. you meet on the inside of the joint you don't. You don't forget. People like that owe you a better. Now Diesel, don't, let, don't, don't get me wrong. Diesel, he's a thick dunderhead, but he's very bright. In a different universe, he would have been an MIT scientist. Unfortunately, we're not in that universe. Diesel helped me out when I was serving time in county. Cop planned to announce cocaine on me, but it was packaged for sale. That's the part that fucks you. I, I didn't get his name. What's his, what? Who? Yes? Huh? Troy's name. Cool. All right. Would you like to go to Nice with me? I hear it's very beautiful. This that's, time that's, of year. A, that's a mighty fine suit you got there, Troy. Thanks. Once you had money. Where did you get that suit? <laughs> well, once you've had money, you're never really sure who your friends are. Uh, I got it at a men's warehouse. The uh, men's warehouse? Men's warehouse, you know. Well, I'm not a gambling man. But that's where I bet. And, wh and where are you from, Troy? Los Angeles. Before that, who knows? Spent some time in Nice. 
You mentioned that. <laughs> Do you know where Nice is? It's in fucking Can't France. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Oh, France. By the way, pardon your French. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding with you, Troy. Please don't shoot me. I won't. But I will if I don't have time for this shit. We need to move the plot forward. You're not. Uh, <laughs> 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 Right. You're not carrying today, are you? No, I'm not carrying. Okay. Cuz that's a, that's a felony right there. Yeah. I'm sure you're familiar with the particulars of the of the law. A cop planted a gun on me once. Once? Yeah. Can't trust Johnny Law these days. Just like you can't trust a beautiful blonde. Our second <laughs> suitor. Let's meet our second suitor. Would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us where you're from. Tell us a little about yourself. I'm Ronnie, and you can't trust the blonde, that's for sure. I'm from Brooklyn. What else do you want to know? Um, okay, um, let's see, uh, you're from Brooklyn, okay. Um, I lost my hand, oh man! My I, I, I lost my I, hand, I didn't wanna man! I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up, I just... I, I Is that what you want? I, I, I guess, huh? like, if that's huh? what you would... Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you would like to talk about the hand that is oh, not. Oh, you think you're better than me? Um, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, hey, give my big knife. I think. Where's we, my big knife? I think we should keep that. I'm gonna kill myself. Nobody, nobody give him. He's gonna go out. Nobody give myself. Please do not. In front of you. You want to see me kill myself? I know not at this particular moment. Maybe we could meet up at another point and rendezvous, and we can like go out like the samurai. Yeah. Ronnie, you might want to simmer down a bit. It's yeah. a bit. It's getting a bit testy in here already. You're right. You're, you're bringing the heat when we're just looking for a little bit of some simmer. Like, you know, his right, eyes right. are kind of fierce. My woman left me, man, and I lost my hand. Okay, all right. It's back to the hand. Um, I don't talk. Do you know why my woman left me? Um, because you are such a pleasant human being. Because I lost my hand, oh, okay. man. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. why. Okay. Um. Hey, who are you at the end? Hey. Well, well <laughs> our, 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 thir our third suitor is going to introduce himself. Tell us about himself. Hi, I'm uh, Benjamin Franklin Gates. I'm a historian. I am an explorer. Okay. I am a wanted criminal. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to just Aren't we all? warn <laughs> everybody. Yeah, we yeah. No, I, yeah I, I can relate to that. That the Declaration yeah. of Independence mm -hmm. is in grave danger, and we need to protect it. Okay. From? Right. From? My old business partner, Neil. Let me tell you this. Don't you always hear that? That one last job? That one last job where we'll just retire and go to Hawaii? Yeah, that is exactly how Neil sold it to me. Actually, I understand. This is a dating show, correct? Uh, that is the presumption, yes. That is the I'm not going back on the I, inside, man. I brought a small gift okay. for the person just to start this off. If, okay. you, if you could please hand this uh -huh. down with your good hand, sir. What okay. an amazing gesture. Thank this you. Hand never that down. been done before. Is, that uh, is... That's actually that's a quarter from 1782, oh, um, and, uh, and if, you, if you look at that, it. a little funny piece of history about that is that uh, yeah. Ben Franklin actually used to use that as a sex toy. Okay. So that is okay. that's no, yours. That's, that's oh. If Woo! you put it in your mouth, uh, you can nice. taste yeah. copper. That is okay. actually not copper. Okay. Oh, uh, how how much would you say uh, this is uh, worth? Um, just just I just want to know for myself. Just how much do you think this is worth? Let me check the back of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, okay, you have that. How much is that worth? This, how much? This is priceless. Hey. How about I trade you this for that? 
We'll talk about that on our second date. Okay. All right. Woo! Well, we're making progress already. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you got the money, but where's the blow? Uh, <coughs> this one scares me. Uh, Sorry, guys. I was thinking of that, something That else. one scares you. Yes. That one. Okay. Okay. And uh, and ben, ben, ben Benjamin Franklin Gates. Benjamin Franklin Gates. Just like Gates. the founding father, right? Uh, my founding father, like my father, like my father's father, and like my father's father. But if you are working in the Washington D.C. area, if you would please call me Benjamin Brown. My family's name is a little bit tarnished. Are, are you from D.C.? Uh, yes, I am from D.C. My family actually came over with the Knights of Templar, so we have been here for approximately yes. 300 years. The uh, the corner is getting warmer as I hold it. Is that supposed to happen? Uh, no, it's supposed to be getting colder. Here, give it back. I'll give you another one. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'll, uh, how about I just hold this one and you let me get another one? As well. All right. Like In this. due time, sugar. Okay. All right. Well, damn it. Wh- right. What, do you, what do you think about those suitors, uh, Roy? Uh, well, they are all um, different varying degrees of uh, personality and... I think they all have something different to bring to uh, each individual table that they like to seat themselves at. And what I do you mean you're different? That one might be a, um, a problem, but we will uh, get to that <laughs> when we uh, reach that stage. Yeah, l- l- why, don't we, why don't we start the game show portion of the show? We've had our introductions, sure. Okay, right. I think we're all. Uh, I think we're all. It's all just a game, isn't it? A bit it is a game. It's a game show. I invented it. It's called. It's a game show. It I came to me in a dream that I should start a game show. Remember when they invented Facebook, Facebook friends? You and me, we were Facebook friends before there even was a Facebook friend. I, I believe that it's just called friends, but okay. Uh. <laughs> Don't call my writing into question, boy. That was straight from the original screenplay. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh. Well, we're going to get started. Uh, round one. Uh, round one, Roy's going to ask the three of you some some questions, and I would like for each of you to answer the question, and Roy's going to form an impression of who you are and whether he'd like to conceive, conceive a future with any one of you. All right, Roy, would you like to read the question yes. that, you, that you selected yes. earlier? So I like a little excitement in my life, you know, sometimes gambling, sometimes, you know, a little scam here or there, you know, you know like just scratch off, just anything that gets the blood flowing. Um, what's something exciting that we could do together versus what I do alone? Uh, suitor number uh, Whenever I'm tro- working a job, you know I always need. We just need a third. Diesel and Mad Dog, they had a little bit of a disagreement. Mad Dog didn't come home. Where did he go? He didn't come home. Where did he go? Look, the implication is that he's uh, sleep no more. You get with my drift? Hold on, let me start talking like Humphrey Bogart. Maybe you'll understand me better. <laughs> Mad Dog was a man to man with problems, you know? Um, I, I don't think that... You want to do a job with me? I know exactly where the Declaration of Independence is right now. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> well, he gets points for that because... um. He gets points for that because uh, the Declaration of Independence is uh, worth a lot, and uh, if he uh, not as much as the treasure on the map on its back. <laughs> I have to take away his points now and give them to him because he has treasure. And um, thank <laughs> you. I would like to jump in right here. Uh, can you pass this down to uh, <laughs> right. the dating app right over there, the okay. dating sir? Okay. Now, oh, okay. 
Now that quarter, that yes. quarter is special because that quarter was actually stuck between the toes of President Taft for 20 okay. years, right. and Ooh. they did not know yes. that until they buried him. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. if you put that in your mouth, you will taste a yeah. slight hint of goat cheese. Okay. Uh, that is because right. I've been carrying goat cheese okay. in my pocket. Okay. That's right. actually has nothing to do with the president. <laughs> Right. Uh, now, about the Declaration of Independence. Yes, I have it. Yes, there is a map on mm -hmm. the back. Yes, okay. the map leads to a treasure right. worth untold fortune. Uh, Can we find it together? Uh, now, I'm asking you the questions. That's what historians do. They pose questions. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, this is, yeah, I'm uh, very intrigued uh, by him and all the quarters he keeps uh, giving me. There's plenty yeah. of quarters in the Benjamin Franklin Gates family. You, That's you actually all my father left me. <laughs> all right. About 78 cents. All right. Well, do, do, you, do, you have, do you have any more quarters on you? Well, I'll dole them out as I see appropriate. I, I don't want to so. upload yeah. them up okay, front. That, right. that, that might be okay, that might have been apparent if I thought about it. I okay. don't trust a guy who holds the purse strings a little bit too tight. Mm -hmm. All right. Actually, uh, funny uh, history <laughs> story about that. No, go on. Sorry. Hey, Roy, I got a good question for you. How did you feel about, about Troy's Humphrey Bogart impersonation? Was that a good um, impersonation? It wasn't a uh, good one, but it wasn't a bad one either. I think it was... Uh, a very comparable uh, impersonation, and I think you should be very proud of yourself. A lot of people that. tell me I look like Humphrey Bogart. Um, eh, if, if that's what you think, then I think that is great. You and me, we're going to have to go to Nice. We'll ask him there. Cool. All right, he's going to take me to France. You remembered from earlier. Yes. Good. What's <laughs> uh, the first question? And uh, uh, pseudo number two. Pseudo uh, number do you two. Have same question. Uh, what do you think that we could do together? Well, first, I just want to say I'm sorry for showing you my anger. It's just, you know, my girl left me and I lost my hand, so I'm just going through a tough time. Perfectly you know, fine. I'm just really sorry, bro. Yeah, perfectly fine. All right. Yes. <laughs> we can go find cheating wives. I like the, the sound of that. You know, I uh, my wife uh, left me, and... Um, no, for for good reason. After a while, but like it's you know we could go find her and his and no, just cheating wives in general. Just we cheating, just find them all in general. Oh, oh, other people's cheating. Yeah, okay, they're less appetizing, but I'm not completely against it. So yeah. <laughs> what, what, what are you gonna do after you find the cheating wife? I'm gonna bake him bread. You're gonna bake. Oh, we're that's bake okay. Bread. That's that's shocking. Uh, and we're gonna bread. and we're gonna show them a good love. Okay. All right. Well, that's the good love they never saw. Oh, okay. Um. All right, so I think I have with to only one hand. I think I have to award him three points, uh, because that was sweeter than I thought uh, that was going to be. Sweeney Todd has more points than me. Do you know where I'm from? Okay, oh, it started. The, the Bronx, the bakery. It started. You know, it's easy for you. You have two hands, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for you, huh? <laughs> you know how hard it is to bake bread with one hand. Huh? I I I'd really like to know. Is it, is it harder to make? Can you just use that one <laughs> hand to. <laughs> it's just a question. We're all curious. Isn't it just a question? We're all curious. You know, right. I feel really attacked here, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh. You know, you got Facebook friends, right? You, get, you, you use two hands to type, don't you? <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I, I haven't typed anything since I was in the joint. I feel this question has been uh, sufficiently answered, and we should probably uh, <laughs> move on to uh, the next one. Okay. Question number two. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> this one. So I have a bit of a checkered past. Um, you know, you could probably say I'm sort of like uh, a jack of all trades, a matchstick man, uh, as you will. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nice. it's sometimes uh, it turns people off. Um, 
Can you tell me something about your past that maybe you're not so proud of, just to make me feel more comfortable with, you know, the things that I've done and the things I am currently doing right now? Ah. Well, before I answer that, I would like to give you a pen. <laughs> now, here, if you could just oh, pass okay. this on down the line, please. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, that is a penny. That is a penny from 1952. It's now, an interesting sticky. piece of U.S. history is that if you look closely in the Lincoln Memorial, look okay. at it. If okay. you look closely, you can actually yes. see a little Abraham Lincoln, and he mm -hmm. is masturbating in okay. there. All right. And okay. that is not something I a lot of people that. know. It was actually that's, that's why it's sticky. The yes. design okay. was changed in the 1980s. Okay. Um, Ronald Reagan was too turned on. He could not leave the office. He okay. was just looking at all pennies right. all day. Okay. I'm sorry. What was your question? Um... I think that was good. He, he was asking about your past. <laughs> you know, we've all have got checkered past. I've know. spent a lot of time with pennies from the 1950s era. Okay. Uh, Is that a crime? <laughs> in D.C.? In D.C.? No, in there are no crimes in D.C. <laughs> Except for stealing the Declaration of Independence, even if you just stole it to protect it from someone else who was trying to steal it. Do oh. two wrongs make a right? I mean, you know, stealing is a, you know, is a, is a questionable objective value set of, of what belongs to who and, and who, who owns what and, oh. and who can make a deal. Okay. Um, uh, Suitor number two. Uh, <laughs> same question. Can you tell me something that from your past that maybe you're not super proud don't of? Don't ask about um, the hand. Please don't that, ask about yes, the hand. Yes. Just any, anything except for anything that might be, like, too um, depressing. Just... It's a lot of, it's a long breath. Uh, I have a brother. Okay. <coughs> you know, I used to love my brother. Okay. And then he started talking to me at this bakery, right? Oh, okay. Oh. And I was like, hey man, how's it going? Uh, and he's like, it's a long time since I've seen you. I'm like, yeah, it is, hey? And he's like, well, you know, I'm getting married. And I was like, what? And I slipped my hand into the thing, and I lost my hand, man. Okay, thought we weren't going to go there. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, cool. Uh, suitor number one, um, same question. Is there anything from your past that maybe you're not so proud of uh, that you would like to admit? Well, there was me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Going a little bit crazy in my old age. Probably the cocaine. There was me, there was Mad Dog, and there was Diesel. El Greco commissioned us. Those, some the, guy that owned the money. What, what, were those names we had to people? just kidnap a baby. One years old. He wouldn't do it if it was a five-year-old, but wait, he's a baby. Wait, what, what he wouldn't remember. Kidnapping a baby? Yeah. What are you talking about, Troy? I thought this was all It was just record. a one-year-old baby. I think you're talking out of turn, Troy. Nobody here has kidnapped a baby. Oh, I've definitely uh, kidnapped I, a baby. Oh I don't know exactly what happened to it because they kind of just dropped the story thread after it was kidnapped. I don't know why you're talking about kidnapping babies. That seems inappropriate at yeah. this time. I was under the impression this was all off the record, which is why I Nobody kidnapped babies us. except for me and probably this guy. No, no, right. no. I've never – that was that, – that, uh, no. Okay. I, I, um, I may have driven past some convenience stores that were on, not on the way home, but I've never kidnapped a right. baby. Well, that, unfortunately that, – that, That's ridiculous. All right. Okay. Victor was in the house. Mad Dog oh, shot him. Victor! Yeah. Victor was the father of the baby. Okay. For some reason, they called him Carmen, a different character called him Carmen, but his, his name changed to Victor partway through the story. Okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right now. because Perhaps like his name was Victor Carmen. That was never explained. I feel like we're all accessories to something, so we should probably just uh, move on. Um, I didn't even tell you about the preacher that I got killed. Uh, I will give you... <laughs> 
much. I will give you three points for not telling me about that <laughs> sacrilege. Thank you. Okay, uh, let's 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 move on to uh, something a little lighter. Um, okay, so um, if I came to your house for dinner, um, what would you make for me? Like, what would you make to woo me? Coca uh, bean, Coca Von. Okay. You ever been to France? <laughs> um, no. My family used to summer in Nice. You you told me that before. I don't. Think My character doesn't have very many rememberable lines. <laughs> <laughs> but none of you even saw this movie anyway, so I don't know what the point. Okay. So uh, you said you'd make him Coco Van. Coco Van, yeah. Coco, what's that? You said it. It's a delicacy in France. Have you ever been to Nice? My family used to summer there. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm from Arizona, baby, born and raised. I don't ever know nothing about a Coco Van. I don't know if anyone here knows what you're talking about. Is that like a chocolate car? C-O-Q. Cock? I don't actually know how Cocovan is spelled, but I know it begins with C-O-Q, so. <laughs> uh. Okay, uh, contestant three, uh, same question. What would you make for, oh, he's reaching for something. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, what, what would you make for me? Hand that on down to him. Okay. Oh, <laughs> more money. Careful oh, with his hand. This, this is nice. This uh, is all, right. all right. Now that right there, that is just a dime. Okay. Now we, we've gone past my historical creatures. I'm strictly giving you money now. If there's okay. one thing I learned from my great, great, yes. great, great grandfather, Ben Franklin, is that it is easier to pay for dates. I mean, yeah. Um, this there's is more coming that way. Uh, if I were to make <laughs> you something, it would probably be a uh, microwave burrito. Okay. Right. I was a history major in college. I've given you a lot of the money in my wallet right now. Things okay. are pretty tight. Okay. But uh -huh. I think we could meet it, eat it and meet in the middle. Once you've had money, okay. you're never really sure who your friends are. <laughs> Exactly. We won't have that problem <laughs> unless okay. we find the treasure. Okay. I, I uh well I am uh concerned with uh the uh the germs on the money that you are giving me, but I'm very interested in the treasure, so that is uh yes, we can talk more about that. Uh contestant two, um could you please uh like what would you what would you what kind of bread would you make me? Because I'm guessing you would make me bread. You ever had homemade bread? All right. <laughs> okay. Have um, you ever had family-made bread? Uh, no, I have not had a have whole. You ever, have you ever had a personal history in your bread? Uh, n no, I have not. You know about history. <laughs> you know what? You know what, though? Yes. Excuse yourself. Excuse me. I'd make you I'm going uh, down like the samurai. Samurai. I bring you some wine. Okay. Is it just me and you? Who's at this dinner? Um, it's me, you, uh, maybe uh, you know, a business associate of mine. Okay, okay, um, that's enough. Okay, yeah. He's just gonna be there just for clerical reasons to make sure everything goes well. What kind of bread do you like? Flat bread? Um, I, I mean, like, isn't all bread flat when you slice it? I just how dare you. When you slice it, huh? Yeah, yeah. When you, when you slice, slice it's the bread, it's all flat. I mean, unless you just eat the loaf. But if you like eating the loaf, that's fine. Like I don't, I don't mind that. Who's this guy? Oh, uh, this is Roy. He's from uh, New Mexico or something like that. You remind that. me of my brother. Oh, oh. Well, <laughs> I don't know too much about bread, but I do like flour. You guys know what I'm saying? 
I would like to figure out how you knew I was from uh, New Mexico because I am. Um, I I, uh, I thought we weren't talking about where I was from. Uh, oh no! Did I say New Mexico? I meant New Hampshire. Well, I'm from Arizona. Okay. We're like, we're like neighbors, you know. Yeah, yeah, I we're guess. Like neighbors. Uh, I guess is it hot in here? I, uh, <laughs> I uh, no one really knows where I was from. No one bothered to ask me in the joint. Your suit is very loud. <laughs> Sometimes you need a color palette to make up for bad editing and a poor script. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, uh, Roy. Did 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 any of those meals sound like meals that were meals that you could eat? Because well, they didn't sound like foods that you could eat. I looked it up. It's well. C-O-Q-A-U-V-I-N. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know what uh, Coco Beware is. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I like bread, but I'm trying, like, the low-carb thing lately. But, like, I, you know, I'm on the move. I'm on the go a lot because, you know, I can't stay in one place too long because people uh, – will uh, find me and uh i the burrito <laughs> sounded very good for uh, a quick escape so i like that one the most so i wore three points all to, right uh, benjamin franklin yes. all right ben good job ben thank you in 1780 three points was actually worth four points so i would like that put in on the sheet okay all right thank you uh, I, I don't can the, i don't think our judges can do that i don't know I, i've been told that he's nodding right now he's assuring me he can thank you sir <laughs> Good man, good man. All right. Uh, Looks well, like we got a bit of a history buff. <laughs> I got that. Now we're going to move on to round two. Now round two is going to be very different, uh, Roy, because what's going to happen is that each one of our wonderful suitors, wonderful, brilliant, maybe a little scary suitors, they're going to serenade you with a song, okay? okay. So each one of them right. has prepared a song. They're going to okay. sing to you one at okay. a time. And at the end of those three songs, you're going to let us know which one that – you know, okay. you know, got 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 some feelings out of you. Okay. All right. Okay. So, do you do you want to start with anyone in particular, or do you uh, want to go down the line? You know, uh, let's go down the line and see what they uh, okay. have prepared. For. Troy, do you know a song that is not about Mad Dog and Glory? Or <laughs> Let me sing one that my father, and my mother, used to sing to me. Oh, family. Song. When we were in Nice. Okay. There was me, there was Mad Dog, <laughs> and there was Diesel. All right. Uh, All were good lads, not one was a weasel. Okay. Uh, the Greco tasked us one job, just one job. Is this the plot of something? Now we will disappear <laughs> and not be a slob one last job, but we won't go, no, won't go back to the joint, no. We won't go, we won't go, we've made a point, no. So we will go down in the group suicide. We will go down like those samurai if the cops catch us with this baby. <laughs> Given the title of the film is Dog Eat Dog, you know that it's not going to end well. I don't think there are any dogs in the movie either. Woo! Right. A round of applause! Right, that, that, um, that was, that was a beautiful song. That was great. That was a beautiful okay. song. All right, that was, that was very uh, catchy. It was like a sea shanty. Yes, that was something that happened, indeed. Yes. Yeah. Did, <coughs> that, that, did you did you write that song? Well, I had a little help. <laughs> you see, there was me. There was Matt. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was it was a collaborative old. effort. Okay. I see. With with with, uh, with Mad Dog. Okay. Uh, you ready to hear suitor number two? 
Oh, oh God. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? That's <laughs> this is a special song. It's by Andy Williams. It's called Where Do I Begin? Okay. Where do I begin to tell the story of how brave love can be? The sweet love story of how finish the song it's, it's okay it, it, it's okay it's um i know it's tough don't interrupt me man oh sorry sorry i seem to have forgotten the lyrics of this beautiful song but it means so much to me that's all i want is that that's it okay that's all I want. okay that there was so good a round of applause okay. to ronnie uh, that was very brave of ronnie to sing right. that song it was a beautiful yes. song right and we all love andy williams right you're familiar with andy williams uh yes i am okay uh, yes uh yes great american songwriter right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and well, speaking uh, of great americans benjamin franklin what do you have uh, all right well first off you know i always have a little something extra for you why don't you pass that down to him <laughs> Okay, now a little bit tidbit right. on that quarter right. right there. That was actually the quarter that George W. Bush used to make decisions while he was in office. So okay. I hope you All use right. it to pick me. Okay. 50 50 right. shot. Right. Now, historically. I've made a dollar 30 so far. Historically, there's more to come, baby. Historically, songs are better with music. So I'm going to play a little bit in the background. This isn't an original, but it is. Yeah, you hold on to that. All right. It's a struggle. Oh, wait, sorry. It's got... Wait for it. Sorry, it's got a long intro. Okay. Well, it's... Um, I mean, we don't have that kind of time. Like it's that. a struggle. Okay. Oh, you Living like a good boy out of... Okay, all right. When your mama mm-hmm. yeah. takes a shot into her favorite son. Okay, all right. It's the difference. All the girls seem to like you. Uh, do you have any more money? Like, I Cause you're special, <laughs> like w- to talk and a whole lot of fun. Can I just hold the Declaration of Independence just a little bit? Just now the girl has gone missing and oh, your oh, house has oh, got okay. an empty right. bed. I'll just keep this right here for a second. The folks all wonder about the women, they won't listen to a word you said. Okay, all right. We're gonna take your mama okay. out all night. Okay. We're gonna all show right. her what it's all about. Okay. Um, We're gonna laugh off to okay. okay. champagne. We're gonna do things all around. Okay, I feel like that's enough. We're gonna I do like it. No, don't stop okay. it okay. now. All right. Well, that's no, all right. right. If that's what you want, I'll okay. stop. All right. Okay. I was because uh, the dancers don't mind at the New Orleans and yes, yes. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, yeah. Let's give Ben a round of applause. Let's give him a hand. Yeah, give me a round of applause. Historically, that's what you do after someone bears their soul on stage. Historically, we may not have the rights to broadcast that song. Historically, it's fine. Historically, you're going to get us in trouble with the law. No one's going back to the joint, man. (laughs) I'm going out like the samurai. Uh, I keep saying that. (laughs) (laughs) It's because once you've had money, you're never quite sure. (laughs) Roy, did, did any of those songs speak to you, move something in your heart? Um, well, uh, all of them were varying degrees of music and, uh, thank you. Thank you. And I, uh, well, uh, I I don't want to be biased, but, uh, I did have a lot of gifts from, uh, Benjamin Franklin. I now hold the declaration of independence, uh, a dollar and 37 cents and, uh, his wallet. So, uh, in spirit of that, I'm going to, uh, give the best song to, um, 
contestant number two with uh, the one. Ronnie. Around. Yes. Ronnie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's what I expected. <laughs> okay then. For well. my for my loss. Well, I I, 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 s- I sense we need to kind of move things along, so we're gonna go to round three, the final okay. round. Now okay. we call this the elimination round. You know why it's called the elimination round? Because we go down like the samurai. <laughs> <laughs> you you may in fact end up going down like a samurai if if, if things work out that way for you, Troy. But uh, so here is what we're gonna do. All right, James. Now I need everyone to be very very careful because what we have here. Now this I'm this is licensed and this is legal, but I have okay. here oh, a, f- oh, a fully uh, loaded gun. I uh, okay. I okay. Now know, I'm gonna I hand this to to Roy. Like okay. Me, uh, Roy's gonna okay, take like this gun. So my fingerprints. His on fingerprints this now. are okay. on that uh, gun right now. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and 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 mm. now ah. let, let me make this clear. We all know gun safety, right? right. We we all. Of course. Uh, Ronnie, are you? Do you have any trouble handling a gun with with one hand? Why would I have trouble? Could you have one hand, sir? That, that's I, been abundantly I clear. We weren't going to mention the hand. Just gonna, <laughs> well, it's just, gonna, are you right-handed or left-handed? You're going to single me out like are that? Are you right-handed or left-handed? Oh, I, I used to be right-handed. Used to be. <laughs> and what are you now? Okay. And then I lost my hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, so, James, uh, Roy, what I'd like you to do, I don't know why I called you James, that's ridiculous. I have a lot of aliases. Roy, <laughs> that, that is true. You did, you did apply for this game show under the name yes. James. Yeah. Roy, I would like for you to look at each contestant. Okay. Um, and yes. I want you to determine which one is going to be your one and only okay. for the rest of your life. Okay, you're gonna share everything with this next okay. contestant. Okay. okay, and if you look at that contestant in the eye and you don't see truth and you don't see b- beauty and you don't see love, okay. I want you to go ahead and just fire that gun right into their, their face, okay? Okay, 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 uh, let me, let me. This is the elimination round yes. of okay. Cage Match. All right. Okay. Okay. Let me. And uh, we have we have the we have the, the live studio around. audience. It's okay. They're behind a bulletproof glass. It's okay. They are all safe. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, okay. Let me uh, start um, over here. Um, let's let's see. Um, well. Uh, see, I uh, all of you have uh, varying degrees of uh, personality, as I said before, and I would just really like you to know this is not personal at all. First elimination, I would have to. Uh, oh, let me get. <laughs> oh, I have to cock it back. First elimination would have to be uh, Mr. Loud Suit because I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what Coco Vine is and like uh, the samurai. Like and I looked it up. It's pronounced Coco Vine. All right. Well, well now he just corrected me in front of people. So, um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Troy has been eliminated. Right. He is now bleeding out on in the stage. End, in the end, it He's didn't matter what I wanted. <laughs> I just wanted what I wanted and the rest. Despite being verbiage. dead, he is okay. still narrating this story. <laughs> let's 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 go ahead and give him another one. Just so. <laughs> All right. So uh between you two you two are both very loving people. Um you gave me a lot of money. Before you say that. anything. Okay. Let me give you one last thing. All right. Now, this was actually the first dollar ever printed okay. in the United States. All right. If okay. you hold that up to the light, okay. it yeah. will show you yes. the direction yes. of your favorite Chinese yes. food okay. restaurant in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Uh, well, We could go there together. Okay. Well, do you have a dollar or what is this? That's all I have. <laughs> okay. Well, this... Uh, this phone model is very old. Uh, I'm surprised it doesn't flip. Why don't you hold that for me? It was made out uh, of the same material as my hand. All right. Well, um, and there we have it. Justice. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. 
I lost. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, I there's really only one decision I could make. So you said you know where the treasure is, right? Don't I lost my hand, man? Yes. You said yes. you know where the treasure I, is. If I had another hand, I'd find the treasure. Hey, and the, quiet uh, down. All right. So I am the only one who knows where the treasure is. All right. So you're the only one who knows where the treasure is. So I'm going to need you uh, to take me on a magical date mm-hmm. um, for this treasure. We're okay. starting at the Smithsonian. Does okay. Care yes. About justice. Yes. 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 Okay. So um, these two are just one more for good measure. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So if you're counting, I have uh, four shots left. Let's hope we find the treasure before uh, I use those up. Okay, I choose uh, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin yes. Franklin. Oh, damn, we got a cage match. We got a cage match. Yes. They're going to go on a romantic adventure. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Roy. I'm going to hold on to this. Okay, why don't you uh, just hold on to that? My fingerprints okay. on okay. it. That's okay. I want my wallet back. I, I thought you were dead. Uh, <laughs> Where are you guys going to go? I, I hear niece is beautiful this time. <laughs> I'm not gonna waste any more ammo. You you get up and uh, let's go find this treasure. Okay. That sounds like love to me. I was never here. I was never here. Congratulations to the couple. Uh, you guys can sit down. All right. <laughs> I'm just doing what the man with the gun tells me. Everybody, everybody. Well, well, we didn't get to the prizes yet. So okay. why don't you have a seat? All right. Because I have a special prize for you now. Oh yeah. To our dead runner-ups, we have a few prizes now. Uh, uh, Troy, you you sound you you seem like a, a man who who needs to keep his mind busy, right? You seem like maybe you got a little too much, uh, maybe maybe too much about Mad Dog. So what I have here is a is a is a is a jigsaw puzzle of yes. Las Vegas. It's two thousand pieces. That might take you a bit. Yeah. All right. Do you like Las Vegas? Well, this looks a lot like my suit. It does look a lot like your suit. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is correct. It's a very bright color. Why does it say Buffalo? That's a different city. Probably made in like China or something like that. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know China from. Bu- they don't know Vegas from Buffalo. And and, and to our uh, our other dead runner up, Ronnie. Oh, yeah. Now uh, this is a page turner, so hopefully you don't have a problem with that. Um, but this is a book. You know what a book is, right? You've read books. I've read books. Okay, because this one is called Stutter Interrupted. Yeah. Okay, it was written by uh, Nina G. She is a comedian from the. San Francisco Bay Come Area. Yeah. I've never been to San Francisco. It sounds like a trash hole to me. But uh, it's all right. this is a book about <laughs> overcoming disabilities. Okay? Okay. okay. So, maybe this could help you with some of your anger. All right? Now, I'm going to put this in your hand. <laughs> all right? And that's for you to take home and read and tell your friends about. That, that stutter interrupted by Nina G. Thank you. Available, available uh, at booksellers and reputable uh, uh, online sites. I would like to hurry this up because I uh, want treasure. And uh, <laughs> hey, Roy, you we're getting to your prize right now. We all want a treasure. Okay, you, you, and my ben. prize, my prize is the treasure. Okay, <laughs> well, well, I, I have a, I have a special prize okay. for Benjamin Franklin Gates. Okay. Uh, ben, are you familiar with the movies, the pictures? Yes, yes. Okay, I got two pictures here for you. Okay, okay. this one. It's called Face Off, oh. and this one is called Snake yeah. Eyes. Oh, oh all right. Man. In hindsight, this was not worth all the money I handed out tonight. Those are two <laughs> excellent <laughs> movies. Those are two excellent movies that you can take home and watch oh, with Roy. Yes. If you give the man with two hands a movie, <laughs> you give me a book. 
<laughs> what sick joke is that? Do you want a puzzle and Son, stick? I think you need some help. Right. I think you need to find a nice lady in Brooklyn who can help you out. Do you have one? I just have Ed, okay? She's my one and only. She's in Arizona. I think we've all forgotten who's holding the gun. So uh, no. <laughs> we'll revisit that. Roy, I have here your 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 prize. It yes. is a fifty dollar gift card to the Olive Garden. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I've actually never been to Olive. Now Garden. this is Olive Garden. This is an Italian, re- yeah. a fine Italian restaurant. Yeah. Okay. And what do they say? They say when you're here, you're family. Okay. Which means we're all family. Okay. We're all related to who knows what. You're related to that guy. You're related to that guy. We're all related to Francis Ford Coppola. Wait, wait, it's amazing. Wait, wait. I'm related. It's, is this incest? What are we doing here? We're all family, Roy. I don't okay, have so I want you to take this gift card. And now look, there's a couple of the restaurants. I never heard of them before. Okay. Yard but, house. But you should check cheddars. out the Olive They have unlimited right. bread. I prefer French food. Have you ever been to Nice? <laughs> <laughs> they might have Coco Van, although that's, an, a, that's a French dish, I believe. I got okay. a bakery. Do you have unlimited bread? I used to. <laughs> All right. This has been um, <laughs> enlightening. Um, I still have this gun, so what are we going to do about this? Well, you can either walk out of here a free man or you can go to jail. <laughs> uh, you can always get more money in one blow. <laughs> but you only got one life. <laughs> well, I, uh, let's see. I have a... Uh, a strapping young gentleman who knows where treasure is, and two uh, ghosts. I think I will be fine. That's okay. You all want to go get some treasure? One last job, and then for we'll America. Go to one. Yes, for Let's America. get some treasure. All right. All right. That Let's is the en- that is the end of cage match. And the rest is verbiage. <laughs> uh, No, I, uh, I I finished your thing because we got to take the 10-minute break before the next show. Sorry. Yay! The annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Mr. Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 
anchor.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I'd have given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke workshop yep every monday 6 to 8 p.m on the mutant radius so you're saying i could tell my jokes every monday from 6 to 8 that's what i'm saying it's the joke workshop mondays 6 to 8 p.m at the mutant radius yahoo
hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com That's subliminalsf.com dot myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf tired of paying too much for your internet contracts and hidden fees got you down tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today! Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have. It's the 
Um, Welcome to Mutiny Radio, Mutiny Radio Festival 2020. Get with it. Oh, man. Okay, lots of ladies. Lots of ladies on the show tonight. Uh, <laughs> where are my ladies at? They're on the show. Uh, so, uh, ladies, any of you ladies have any kids? Does anybody in here have kids? Awesome. Okay, cool. I do not. Um, which is, in fact, intentional. <laughs> uh, never had kids. I don't really want any kids, uh, but I do want to name a bunch of kids. You know what I mean? How many kids do you have? Okay, what's their name? Molly. Excellent. Solid name. Uh, I, uh, I'm super judgmental of uh, baby names, made-up baby names. <laughs> Um, and so is my mom, and we have a, a cute little mean girl thing where uh, whenever I hear an especially egregious made-up name, uh, I text it to her, and, I s and she texts back, uh, that's child abuse. Uh, and she is right. Uh, and so I have a plan. I have a plan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, get, get back at everybody. I'm going to make my point. Uh, step one. Have a baby. Uh, step two, I'm going to name that baby Thomas, but I'm going to spell it S-A-M-U-E-L. <laughs> so when his teacher is like, is Samuel here? He'll have to stop her and go, actually, it's pronounced Thomas. <laughs> I'm going to... Stay at home and wait for the cops to come. <laughs> As well they should, is what I'm saying. It's a trap. It's a trap for them. Uh, don't have any kids. 35. But, like, I'm actually pretty happy with being 35. Like, I feel like, like my body's aging pretty well. It, uh, it ages at different speeds in different parts at varying degrees that you can control. <laughs> you know, you can do these all day. You can do all these all day and have a butt 20, 20 year old butt. But like I woke up on my 30th birthday and my breasts were like, oh, we're so tired. <sighs> Just like real floppy shit. And like if I, it's like bread dough and it's like if I like concave my chest and I hold a breast in my hand it kind of feels like I'm holding a fistful of gack. <laughs> From the 90s, anybody? Um, and like my stomach, like everything just stays right here. This isn't going anywhere. Like, and the rest of it is great. Like here down, sex. Like here up, sex. But like, like right here, <laughs> it's just like a toddler three juice boxes deep, <laughs> just relaxed. Like, I've never, I've never been pregnant, but I have had a pregnancy scare uh, in that a woman gave up her seat for me on the train because she <laughs> thought I was pregnant. <laughs> and I took it. <clears throat> I was scared. It was a scary day. Um... I, d I, I don't have kids, but my, my brother has kids, and that's how I like to say that. My brother has kids. 
Um, and they're super chill parents, super chill. Uh, you know, you, you don't think that at any point you're going to have to say to your sister-in-law, I, I think that we have enough wine uh, for a four-year-old's birthday party that starts at 11 a.m. <laughs> I think we're good, but you know what? We, we'll go get another bottle. We'll go get, you know, just in case, just in case. Uh, but that's what I say. I say my brother has kids because I hate it when you say to a single person, do you have kids? And they respond, I have nephews. So no. Full stop. You're good. Just no. You don't have, like... It's as if I were like, hey, do you have kids? And it's like, I know a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have kids? I accept that children exist. Like, answer the question that you were asked. You know, do you have kids? I love mimosas. You know, love it. Um, I, uh, I, I just moved here from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and I had uh I had two I had two non-binary roommates uh they were lovers and uh I walked into the bathroom 7 a.m boom right on the counter <laughs> is a dildo which is chill whatever uh there was coconut oil right next to it uh but what struck me about this dildo was that it was so average like it was like just medium up and down, not super long. And it's like, this is like one of the very few items that you buy specifically for pleasure. <laughs> you do not have to compromise. You don't have to walk into the dildo store and, and be like, I'll take the dildo with the best personality. <laughs> Sky's the limit, you guys. You can get your dream dildo. Nobody's like, my dream car is a Honda Civic, <laughs> you know? Uh, all right, are you guys ready for your first performer? Awesome. Uh, she's here for the festival. She came all the way from the South Bay. Give it up for Lolita. Love it. All right. Hi, guys. I'm Lalita D, all the way from the South Bay. Uh, I do have an accent. People love to compliment me on my accent. You know, they're like, oh, my God, your accent. It's so cute. And I'm like, really? My accent is cute? My accent? You know, I work out four days a week, and you think my accent is cute? <laughs> I get up in the morning to do push-ups, and you're commenting on my accent. I don't know. I don't think it's a compliment, but I'll take it. I'll take it. My accent is Dutch. I know some of you are not helped by that information. <laughs> <laughs> when I was first in the States, I went to uh, get some furniture and the guy in the store went, uh, hey, I love your accent, what is it? And I said, uh, it's Dutch. And he said, cool, so how are things uh, down in, over in Pennsylvania? <laughs> 
uh, but I grew up in the Netherlands, in Holland. Uh, I did this bit recently in a show and afterwards a woman came up to me and she was like, oh my God, that was so good. I never knew the Netherlands and Holland were the same thing. Like really, that's your takeaway from my comedy? <laughs> Love to be educational, it's great. Uh, Netherlands, our national color is orange uh, because of the dude in the White House. We're now thinking of changing that. They're gonna have a different national color. Uh, and sometimes when people hear I'm from Holland, they say, oh, Holland, I know someone from Holland. Do you wanna meet them? <laughs> yeah, if I wanted to hang out with Dutch people, <laughs> guess where I would live? <laughs> She's like, Pennsylvania, no, keep up, <laughs> keep up. Um, my wife is from Colombia, following every stereotype. She's hot, she's beautiful. My wife's the kind of beautiful that when people see us together, they don't actually believe that we're a couple. You know, they're like, wait, what? She with, no, what? No, are you sure? And you know, that used to really hurt my feelings. You know, I'd be like, but my accent is cute. <laughs> uh, but then I realized the only way people can make sense of us being a couple is that I must have a really big dick. That made you look up, huh? <laughs> uh, and I do, it's just not attached to my body all the time. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I recently became a US citizen. I know, it was quite an achievement. Uh, they asked me a whole bunch of weird shit on the way here. Uh, they asked me uh, on my interview if I had ever supported the Nazi government. And I'm like, the Nazi government that was in power between 1933 and 1945. Like I know I don't look my best at eight o'clock in the morning in an immigration <laughs> office. That hurt my feelings, I felt that was unnecessary. Uh, the other thing about that question, I wasn't sure what the right answer was, you know? <laughs> These days, right? I went with no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then for my civics exam, they asked me a bunch of stuff, and I just like to test with you guys how you would do on that. Okay, so they asked me if neither the president nor the, nor the vice president are able to serve. I thought that was cute, they put that as a hypothetical. Uh, <laughs> if neither of those two were able to serve, who becomes the president? And the right answer is? Speaker of the House, that's right, yes. Uh, you must be an immigrant uh, because Americans tend not to know that kind of stuff. So <laughs> congratulations, they're like, you know, you ask any question, Americans are like, hmm, I'm gonna take the fifth on that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, name me any amendment lower than the fifth. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. All right, what about this one? Um, what was uh, what was the country's biggest concern during the Cold War? I have a hint for you. It was not being cold. <laughs> and here's a tip. Do not joke with U.S. immigration officers during your citizenship interview because that does not go down well. Uh, but the correct answer is... Communism, I know we can't talk about it, uh, it's too scary. Communism gets a bad rap in this country, I feel, right? It gets confused with socialism, that's also completely misunderstood. Um, I grew up with socialism and it was okay, you know, let me tell you, it was okay. We had stuff, we had stuff, yeah, we free education, we had that. Uh, yeah, it was all right, it was all right. I was at a festival last summer and somebody bounced up to me and hands me a leaflet and is like, do you wanna learn about socialism? And I'm like, oh. The thing is, 
I grew up in 1970s Amsterdam. <laughs> Would you like to learn about socialism? <laughs> and they did not. <laughs> uh, uh, they uh, did not. Um, there's things I miss about Europe, definitely. I'm crossing the road. Uh, I miss crossing the road. Uh, that's something that's difficult, I feel, in this country. Uh, and when I stop to let people cross the road, people get all grateful, right? They're all grateful. They stand there and they look grateful, grateful like a straight girl the first time she has sex with a lesbian, you know? <laughs> She's like, what, I get to have a turn, really? <laughs> yes, you do. And then you kind of start crossing the road and then you kind of nod and you wave and right, there's that whole thing. And like, I've always wondered, are people gonna tip me? Like 20%, like I have to tip wherever I go. And then halfway through crossing the road, I don't know what happens, but people realize maybe this is not real. Maybe she's going to hit the gas and mow me down. And people start running across the road right right at the end because sharing the road, uh, that would be socialism. And we don't do that in this country. Uh, so I recently went to buy a TV. It was kind of to celebrate my new citizenship. Uh, and I haven't had a TV for a long time, so I needed some advice. I was in the shop, and the guy says, well, you know, what kind of TV do you want? I'm like, I don't know, help me out. And he says, well, what do you like to watch? <laughs> like, I watch the news. Okay, what else? I'm like, well, I watch reruns of Friends. But now I'm realizing how racist and homophobic that show is. I'm thinking, I won't watch those reruns anymore. And he goes, well, don't you worry. I'm going to go talk to my manager. So he goes talk to the manager. And I'm in the shop. And I'm looking around, all these big screens. I'm like, OK, I'm probably going to get a good discount. It's exciting. <laughs> and he comes back. And he goes, yeah, we talked about it. We don't think you need a TV. <laughs> like, oh my god, I thought this country was capitalist. But <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I recently moved to the Bay Area from Wisconsin. I know, Chicago, Wisconsin, right? And uh, uh, yeah, I know, that sounds like the punchline to some terrible joke. I moved her from Wisconsin. I actually moved to the Bay Area to get a job at Stanford. That feels like an achievement, right? A little bit of a milestone. I don't know if any of you have had bereavements at all, but I feel like I miss my parents. They've both passed away. and. It's the kind of thing I would have liked to have shared with my parents, especially my dad. I would have liked to have called my dad and said, hey, dad, it's me. Guess what? I got a job at Stanford. And my dad would have said, wait, what? You? <laughs> you got a job at Stanford? Like, yeah, yeah, dad, I did. And he'd be like, what, Stanford University? <laughs> like, yeah, dad, I, I did that. And he would go, private education, really? Is that how you thank us for your socialist upbringing? I could not be more disappointed. Okay, guys, I'm Lalita D. Keep it going for Lalita D. Awesome. <laughs> Portland, the school, or Stanford, the school, Port Stanford, the other, what else would it be? <laughs> Stanford, my friend. Um, all right, our next comic coming to the stage uh, came here all the way from Portland, where I've only been once, and it was super humid, and I got pink eye from the humidity, not from eating ass. Uh, please give it up for Julia Corral. Thank you. Usually in Portland, it's the other way around. I've never heard it told that way. Um, I was hanging out with my girlfriends the other day, and they were like, Julia, 
how do you have so much confidence? And I said, that's easy. I'm chesty, I'm chubby, and I'm Latina, <laughs> right? And that's three Pornhub categories. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to have confidence when you know some creep's always gonna watch you. Uh, at that same brunch, me and my ladies are playing that game that sluts play, you know, when you write all your sexual conquests down on a list. And I was like five napkins deep. Uh, and I made a shocking discovery. It's that I had only had sex with white guys. I know. I knew this was true because after I was done reading the names on the napkins, it read like the end credits of a Woody Allen film. <laughs> yeah. That's how you can uh, identify that. Uh, I'm in a biracial relationship, uh, but sometimes I forget because even though he was wi he's white, uh, he's raised a uh, Mormon hillbilly. Yeah, and you guys, that's just Mexican. <laughs> we were raised exactly the same. <laughs> we both had to wear hand-me-down clothes. We both had to eat fish sticks on Fridays. And we both had the ability to stuff 17 of our cousins in the backseat of a minivan. <laughs> it comes in handy. Uh, we're about to celebrate our eight-year anniversary. I know, I'm shocked too. I used to think I was bad at dating, but I wasn't. It turns out I just didn't know the secret. And I'll share it to you guys, with you guys. The key to a successful relationship is Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. All you gotta do is hook him with kindness and then slowly and surely just start berating him. Just start nagging him. Maybe call his mom a bitch for good measure. And then when you see the first tear form in the corner of his eye, immediately fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's the trick. Because what that does is it scrambles his man brain. Yeah, it helps him side with his captor. I wish I would have that, learned that lesson earlier in life, right? Um, I go to yoga a lot in Portland. I live in the bougie part of Portland. Yeah, it's all parts of Portland. It's like SF, right? Uh, Actually, I go to meditation because it's the one class you can still take the yoga mat on the bus, but you don't have to break a sweat, you know? Uh, and I went to the check-in counter, and the girl was like, last name, please. I said, Corral, C-O-R-R-A-L. And she's like, oh, my God, that is amazing. Is that what your parents do? I know, I was very confused, you guys. I didn't think people still think thought we got last names like that. Like, I didn't think she assumed my parents were migrant workers, and that's how I was named. But I don't know what they're teaching the kids in schools these days. Uh, but I thought about it. It's like, if I could be named after who my parents are and what they represented, what would my name be? And it came to me in a trance. If I was named after my father, my name would be Julia Self-Righteous Recovered Addict. But if I was named after my mother, my name would be Julia. I'm spending my child's future inheritance on tchotchkes at Ross. <laughs> I think that one has too many hyphens. But I'm Mexican, so I'm used to it. Uh, do you guys eat fast food out here in the Bay? Do you guys like that Taco Bell? No, people don't like to admit it. But have you been in Taco Bell at 2 a.m.? The line's wrapped around the corner. I love Taco Bell, um, but I hate eating it in Portland. 
a bunch in front of a bunch of white people because they're always like Julia. That's not real Mexican food. It's like yeah, no shit. <laughs> Have you guys ever had real Mexican food? It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had chorizo? Yeah, it's great, but that's the stuff they don't even put in the hot dog. <laughs> Have you ever had menudo? Yeah, that's cow stomach soup. You guys, that's just breakfast. So I'm fine with my chalupa. <laughs> uh, I just turned 37 years old. <laughs> Oof. Everybody's like, Julia, I do not believe it. You do not look a day past 20. And it's kind of annoying. And it's not like I can't take a compliment. It's more like I'm insulted that they think this is the body I would choose to have at that age, right? It's the high school reunion body. The 20-year high school reunion body. Um, but I work in an office, and when you look young, uh, all the young people are always trying to hang out with you and be friends with you, and it's annoying. And they're always asking me, like, stupid questions. They'll be like, Julia, what's your favorite Disney Channel movie? I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, your favorite Disney Channel movie. It's like, I don't have one. And they're like, no, everybody has one. I said, no, Michaela, they don't. Because when I was growing up, Disney Channel was premium, and premium costs money, and my parents were way too cheap to buy me that shit. So thanks for bringing up my shitty childhood. Do you want to talk about my father's affair now? <laughs> it's like, just let me like eat fucking lunch. But the great thing is, like, usually one of the Michaela's will come over with her like login and password to Disney Plus, because that's how white guilt works. And it's amazing. Uh, I just got a new uh, primary care physician. I didn't know that they like forced you to do that like before. Like you have to get a primary care physician. That's weird. You have insurance and it's like I don't need the doctors. But I was like just give me any fucking doctor. I do not care. I showed up at 8 o'clock in the morning. They gave me the fucking hottest doctor I had ever seen. I was like, Julia, you should have brushed your teeth. <laughs> but you guys, he's dumb as dog shit. <laughs> Literally, because I was like, dude, I need antidepressants. I'm so sad. And he looked at me, and he's like, mm, I think you just need some exercise. I know, gross. Boo! <laughs> My mind was like, Julia, get out of there. Get a new primary. But my vagina was like, one pap smear. <laughs> yeah. One breast check, pay the copay and get out of there. Right? That's why we really need universal health care. I'll end it with this one, you guys, tonight. Um, is anybody hoping that the zombie apocalypse happens? <laughs> Woo! I know I am. I'm sick of working. But also, I think I'm going to make like a really good zombie. I'm a slow walker. I'm Mexican, so I've been eating brains since I've been a child. <laughs> and I'm constantly hungover. You guys, I don't even think I'm going to notice the transition. <laughs> but besides the fact I'm going to be like Yonce of the Undead. You guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Mutiny. Keep it going for Julia!
Julia, I got the best idea from your set. I'm going to start a brunch place, and it's called Scrambled Man Brain. <laughs> it's going to kill here. Million dollars. I'll write you a check. Uh, awesome. Okay, uh, our next, uh, in our international ladies showdown tonight, all the way from Pittsburgh, give it up for Suzanne Lawrence. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from Pittsburgh. Uh, this is my first time in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, it's really fun. So I was like, okay, what do people do in San Francisco? What should I do? Because I got here uh, yesterday. And so um, today I almost became homeless. <laughs> I did. The true story. True story. I wasn't planning to do this as part of my set, but I got to tell this story. I got to, like, I w so I went to the Muir Woods, and it was beautiful. I loved it. I want to live there. Um, I had made a deal with my Uber driver because I had done some research. I looked it up. Turns out you can't get an Uber out of there because there's no cell service. So I said, hey, can I pay you to come back in two hours and pick me up? And she's like, yeah, totally. And she totally did not do that <laughs> at all. <laughs> and so I stood out there for an hour and a half trying to get various Ubers and Lyfts. I, 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 I scheduled like nine of them. And they're like, we're on our way. And then they just like poofed, like fucked off into the night. I don't know where they went. Uh, and, I'm and then my phone died. And I'm standing there and I'm, I'm, I'm almost crying. And I'm like, oh my God, this is how it happens. I think I'm homeless now. Like, I have no way to get off this mountain. I live here. Um, so that was my, my um, San Francisco adventure. It was really fun. <laughs> Thank you. Um, like Maddie, I'm also not pregnant. I can understand the confusion, though. This is just the way my body decided it was going to store all of its fat, just like in one convenient location. <laughs> it's fine, though. It's fine, though. Li li like Maddie said, it works on a bus, on a train. Like, if I get on a bus and there are no seats, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> it's great. People like smile at me wherever I go. Like people congratulate me for nothing. Nothing. But then sometimes it gets awkward because people are like, boy or girl. And I'm like, I don't know. I can't see it anymore. Yeah. Why, why do people feel the need to come up and tell you a thing you already know about yourself? Like, a few weeks ago, this lady comes up to me, she goes, you're tall. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and you need to do your roots. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just trying to help. <laughs> That's all. No, I am trying to lose weight. Uh, I've been trying to lose weight for years, so I'm not trying really hard, you know. Um, but I had this idea that I was going to go through my closet and I was going to get rid of all the clothes in there that are, like, so old and so small that, like, nothing I can do is going to make me small enough to fit into those clothes. But I was remembering how fat I thought I was when I was wearing those clothes. And I totally wasn't. But I hated my body anyway. And I think there's a lesson in that for everyone. And that lesson is that you have to love the body you have today. Because you are going to be way fatter next year. <laughs> it's true. Statistically, we were all the best looking we're ever going to look right now. Tomorrow, we're going to look a little bit worse. <laughs> Just like a little bit. Undetectable. But give us like six months, you'll be like, oh, I see it. I can tell I look worse. <laughs> no, I, uh, and ladies, we've got to start like 
having each other's backs, right? Like, we got to stop all this catty bullshit. Like, I have some friends that they play this game when we go out to eat that I call the I haven't eaten since game. You know what I'm talking about? It's when one, when one person starts it and they're like, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten since breakfast. And someone else has to one-up that bitch, right? And be like, I'm starving. I haven't eaten at all today. And before I can even stop myself, I'll just be like, oh, my God, you guys. I've never eaten. <laughs> How do I eat? And then I laugh like I was just joking, but I shove a sandwich in my ear. Got to commit to the bit, you know. <laughs> now, now I'm doing this thing. Um, has anyone heard of Diet Bet? Yeah, don't look it up. Just like stay far away. It's this website where you can bet actual money that you will lose a certain amount of weight within a certain time frame. And guess who bet a hundred dollars that she would lose ten pounds in thirty days? And guess who forgot all about that shit? Because <laughs> she was drunk. <laughs> So uh, yeah, now I have um, I have three days to lose 12 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you do that? Why would you try to make a good decision when you're drunk? Because guess what? It is not a good decision. Like, I do that all the time, though. Like, one morning I woke up and realized that the night before, not only had I downloaded the Duolingo app, <laughs> but I did the first eight lessons in Spanish. <laughs> like, I wasn't home. That means while my friends are like dancing and having fun, my ass is sitting at the bar going, me gusto pollo. Like why can't I just be like a normal person who gets drunk and has sex with strangers? Like I get drunk and believe in myself. <laughs> that shit has consequences. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't finish things. I start like the Spanish didn't really work out either. I mean, I know, I know one phrase because they say you should learn something you might need in case of emergency. So let me try this one out on you guys. Um, perdón, he comido algo que, en retrospectiva, era puramente decorativo. ¿Dónde está el hospital? Uh, and that translates to, excuse me, I have eaten something that in retrospect was purely decorative. <laughs> Where is the hospital? <laughs> And like I initially started wanting to learn Spanish because I wanted to travel more, you know, I wanted to like learn other languages, but now I'm just doing it uh, to piss off Trump supporters in my family because I'm from West Virginia. Anyone else have depression? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, uh, I am from West Virginia. Um, I had, so I had a really stereotypical West Virginia dad when I was growing up. And if you don't know what that means, that's someone who is, I mean, A, racist, obviously, but B, also knows uh, way too much about when he would and would not be within his rights if he were to shoot someone. <laughs> right? <laughs> Some of you guys have dads like that. It's like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, okay, I'd always, I'd always ask him the question. I'd be like, okay, but why would you want to murder a human because they knocked on the wrong door? And he never understood that question. It's like, People like my dad are the reason that Mountain Dew flavored Doritos exist. <laughs> like, just because you can. <laughs> and I, I love I loved my dad. He passed away um, about eight years ago now. Um, and I do. I miss him every day. But the fact that he died during Obama's presidency, I'm going to be honest, it kind of feels like I got the last word. 
okay? <laughs> Call me a bad person. I don't care. I loved him, but he was a shitty racist. Okay, that's out of the way. We've all got our flaws, right? Like, he was a racist. I watched too much HGTV. That has consequences, too. Like, here's what I did. I watched too much HGTV, and then I decided that I knew how to do shit that I don't know how to do. <laughs> I ripped up my bathroom floor. I don't mean like I peeled up the tile and put some new tile down. I jackhammered up the old concrete, poured new concrete. That was actually super cool. Uh, and then I retiled it. It looks like shit. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, I also discovered during that time that I don't know how to properly say the word caulk? Caulk? Like, I always either overemphasize the L and say calc, or I leave it out entirely and just say penis. <laughs> they love me at Home Depot. It's so fun. Thank you guys so much. My name's Suzanne Lawrence. Don't trust people you need. Keep it going for her! All right. You guys are so lucky. We are going to end this show with a banger. I got to see her. I got to see her yesterday. Uh, she's from Seattle. Everybody says we look like twins. Give it up for Benice. Bernice. Yeah. yeah. Hello, San Francisco. Oh. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. I'm not from here. You already know. Um, I was made in China. <laughs> um, yes, so I grew up as a Chinese person in China. That's like white person in America. <laughs> um, I came to this country by myself 15 years ago. You know what I admire about Americans? You choose, choose chopsticks. <laughs> you think I had a choice? You have forks. It's better with rice. <laughs> and you choose to suffer anyway. <laughs> when Chinese people came to America, we reinvent ourselves by using fake names. Mm -hmm. Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Bernice, yeah. <laughs> I went to the dictionary. Started with A, didn't go very far. <laughs> we hired this new guy from work. His name is Rice Wang. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's like American guy naming himself Cheeseburger Johnson. <laughs> I got so curious. Yeah, I went on LinkedIn to look him up. And I found more Chinese rices. I got rice chow, rice min, and rice bao. That's basically a P.F. Chang's menu. <laughs> so I went down a date. Oh, sorry. No, I took him not on a date with him. Um, I took him out to lunch because um, I was dying to ask him, hey, rice, Chinese to Chinese, why you pick the name? Oh, um, I first picked uh, Richard, because I want to be rich, you know? That's like a Chinese thing. <laughs> but then I became Dick Wang. 
two penises. <laughs> That's how we became friends. <laughs> when I first came to America, um, I was so jealous. Yeah, kids here can date. Like the concept of prom. <laughs> My high school, dating is strictly prohibited. Yeah, we have this rule for different genders to walk together, there must be three people or more. So this is what happens when you're narrow-minded. Loopholes. <laughs> right? If I like girls, I'd love that same gender walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I decided I'm going to be a lesbian. I was good at it, too. I cut my hair short, yeah, I wear those cute vests, uh-huh. In no time, I was walking with girls in my arms, left and right. It's like Charlie's Angels. <laughs> but I'm not Lucy Lou, I'm Charlie. <laughs> my mom loves it too, yeah, like when she took me to the haircut, like used to cost her 50 yuan, right, but now, she just says, this is my son. <laughs> yeah, cost only five. <laughs> I, love the, I love it too. Yeah, because like when I look like a girl, all the boys like, ho, 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 you got no tits. <laughs> but now they're like, wow, you're really smart. <laughs> yeah, so when I came to America, all the good people in my life told me, you got to carry that white man's confidence. Remember, I was the white people in China? Yeah, I was like, let's go. I got all the ingredients. <laughs> um, living in America, I am grateful for the freedom I have. Very different in China. My parents still live there. They can't see anything I post. <laughs> yeah, it's all blocked. Just the way I like it. <laughs> 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 so in a way, what gave me the ultimate freedom from my mom is China's censorship. <laughs> <laughs> my mom have no say in my life whatsoever. She thinks she does. That's how dystopia works. <laughs> she called me the other day. Why didn't you email me the picture from your trip? Oh, you didn't get them? Well, must be the government. <laughs> <laughs> My mom is the reason why I watch news. Yeah, because I keep track of the hot topic of the Communist Party. So when she called, when are you going to get married? I can just blast out, Hong Kong protest, Taiwan liberation. <laughs> <laughs> Japan has better sushi. <laughs> <laughs> the phone call is cut out for me. <laughs> um, when I came to, uh, first came to the U.S. 15 years ago, um, I lived in Indiana. Mm, I know, I know. What's worse, I didn't speak much English. 
You know how hard just to eat? <gasps> People say, hey, have a hot dog. Hot dog? <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> Not all Chinese eat dogs. <laughs> uh, then I pass by Subway. All right, yeah, I can just point. No. In America, a sandwich is bread, meat, and 8,000 questions. <laughs> What bread do you want? Uh, I don't know any of the words. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Italian? That's one word I know. Italian bread. What dressing do you want? I Italian? <laughs> what meat do you want? Italian meatball. <laughs> Pretty sure that's why I have an Italian fetish now. <laughs> My boyfriend is half Italian. I know, half counts, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like a six-inch sub, right? <laughs> <laughs> but what's the most difficult thing in English for me are the pronouns. Oh, that's not today. That was 15 years ago. Um, because in China, we only have one pronoun, the people's pronoun. <laughs> My brain is not wired to think about like all the different options. <laughs> I used to have a hot temper. Yeah, every time I got mad. Oh, I can't believe she, him, they, them, him, her. What was I mad about? <gasps> That's how I became a nice person. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know, but pronouns are a big deal for you guys now too, right? Yeah, karma's a bitch. <laughs> but you are some cool, so I'm gonna give you one tip on how to never use the wrong pronoun. Yeah, yeah. If you get mad, instead of saying, "Oh, look at this guy," just say, "Look at this piece of shit." works every time. <laughs> All right, you guys are so fun. Thank you so much for coming. My name is Bernice, yeah. All right, keep it going for all the ladies that you saw tonight. All the pieces of shit you saw tonight. All right, uh, I think we've got another show coming up at eight, correct, Pam? Uh, at eight. So we'll see you then because you're all going to stick around, right? <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. We are taking a break, Pam. Awesome. We're taking a break. Thank you so much. Keep it going for your host, Madeline Russell. Woo! That piece and of shit. And all the ladies you saw tonight on the All Ladies Show coming up at 8 o'clock is the Comedy Clubhouse. Thanks for being here.
It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material. Oh, okay. And I started to do some thinking. Around in and on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Black, black, black. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, noon to two. On the freeway. Good feeling. I'll tell you. Can I see? Making Jesus
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshops, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's joke workshops. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They were very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. 
Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in 7 days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Richard Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Carmenite Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 